Welcome to Denny Toratories the World, my way. If you're a foodie, this is the show for you. Welcome back, my friends. It is episode 15, Denny Tornator Eats the World My Way. We are going to go high energy today. I'm feeling great. We had a great week. Maria Mancias in the studio. Boop, boop, boop. And that was some turkey or something. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) What's up, babe? Good morning. It's been a lot. This is like lunchtime for me, and it's 8.42. I literally got up this morning at 7.30. And Maria was in the kitchen making pizza and salad. And I was like, what are you doing? And she's like, I got up at four. I had this great idea. <laughs> she started emailing herself, writing down these great ideas. Then she told me the great ideas. And I was like, well, that's pretty damn good. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, so it's Big things are coming. almost 9 a.m., but it's basically lunchtime for me now. But I'm fired up because we had such an awesome week. I worked out every day. I feel like a freaking animal. And I was telling you yesterday, I can't, like, lose weight anymore because I'm gaining muscles. So that's good. It is good. But like I, I keep stepping on a scale and I'm like, what the hell? Because we all know that muscle weighs more than yeah, fat. That's what they say. I that's why I always tell scale. people, ladies, don't look at the scale so much. Don't look be, at the mirror. Don't be a slave of the scale. Don't look at the scale. Look at the mirror is what I say. I say look at whatever area bothers you. Like if it's your love handles, work on that. But don't look at the scale. True. Scale is very deceiving. So let's talk about what's been going on because we've had such an amazing couple of weeks. What's going on? What's going on? Oh, my God. See what happens when Maria gets up at 4 in the morning and (laughs) drinks coffee? So we had Valentine's Day. It was great. Busy, busy. But we had our big comedy show just passed, and it went fantastic. Yes. It actually was really, really amazing. Um, And I'm going to, you know, I'm not going to talk any crap here, um, but I am a little hurt. And you know, Maria. And I'm not going to call anybody out, but it's a lesson that you learn in life over and over and over again. See, I'm a helper. Okay. I love to help people. I love to collaborate with people. I'm, I, it's in my nature, but then what happens when you help people, they end up screwing you over somehow or something happens. And the minute you stop helping, then you're the asshole. You know, like, and it's happened to me with so many relationships. I give, give, give. And then when, when, when I'm Italian, you screw me over and then I don't give anymore, you know? And then when you, when I stop giving, then it's, oh, he, he screwed me over this and that. So basically long story short, I'm not going to call anybody out, but babe, this was my comedy. It's just a tour tour comedy show, Mm -hmm. you know? And I partnered with a friend of mine who brought in the talent, um, two comedians and I literally paid for everything. I mean, we're talking thousands and thousands of dollars to pay the comedians, to pay for the venue, the food. I even paid that person. I, I mean, you I paid the servers. I paid the servers. I paid, paid the, the, the live entertainment. I paid, I literally paid for everything. We sold a hundred tickets. I sold 96 of them. <laughs> they sold four. And when it came time for the show, it was, you know, thank you, Denny, for the food. Like I was treated as the caterer. Yeah. And then afterwards it was. Oh, I had such an amazing event. This was all me. You know, thank you, Denny, for the food. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, are you effing kidding me? So from here on out, uh, I'm just going to do these on my own now. And uh, I'm super excited to announce breaking news. Breaking news. We've got a couple huge events coming up. Let's talk about the one we have coming up in March. Can I just go back to what you were saying, though, about people and helping and partnerships and sure. stuff? I always tell you my big suggestion is get it in writing. You are absolutely correct. And from here on out, I will because 
you know, that I'm, way feelings, it hurt my feelings first yeah, off. Yeah. I hurt my, when I, when it happened, it hurt my feelings first off. And I was like, are you, I think I don't, and this is the deal. If you people know me, I don't need a pat on the back. I don't need any like confirmation that I did something great. I don't need that, but don't take it from me and act as if I did nothing when I literally did everything. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And it's like, yeah, I'll partner with people. I'll collaborate. And, and it's always goes well for the most part. But don't just cut me out of the deal when I literally did everything, when it was my show. So moving forward, you know, list Contracts. Yeah, list your expectations, you know, how things are going to be split, whether it's bills or profits, all of that always has to be. And I'm even, you, I'm even doing that because I'm old school Italian and we used to live off of handshake deals. Yeah. It's, but it's 2023. Yeah. You can't trust anybody. Nope. So what I'm going to do, even at the restaurant going forward, when we, we have a bunch of new employees starting right now. When each one of these guys start in the next two weeks, I'm going to say, hey, guys, this is your expectation. This is your job written right out. And I'm gonna, my job is to pay you and your job is to do these things to earn that pay. Yes. And if I, I always, live up to my end. You have to live up to yours. Yes. And um, even with that, I always suggest have SOP, standard operating um, procedures. procedures. But include things like, you know, this is expected on this day or within this time Yeah, not this just time this frame. is your job. This is how long it should take. Yeah, so it should be time frame, you know, description of job, all that good stuff. All of it in detail as much as possible so that you have no disappointments. And if they do break the contract, then it's breaking the contract. <laughs> exactly. Then, I, then I'm not the asshole for firing somebody when they didn't do their job. Mm -hmm. So exactly. moving forward. Do these things on my own and what do we have coming up next month we are celebrating tornator's 14 year anniversary i can't believe it's been 14 years since we opened that place remember now, when we celebrated was it the 12th the 12th we had Aww. a big party and we didn't do much for last year we didn't why not the 13's unlucky no i don't know why <laughs> i think we were traveling that's why we or, were out of we were out of town or broken up no <laughs> no 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 the 13 year anniversary we were traveling were we Yep. In March? Yep. Was it a football it's game? No. Spring break. We were in the mountains. Weird. So, point is, next month, in our parking lot, we're throwing a Tornator's Community Gathering Party, which we've changed the name 40 times. We still haven't locked in a name yet. <laughs> but it's our 14-year anniversary. We're going to have a huge party on Sunday, March 19th, in our parking lot for the whole community. We're going to have bounce houses. We're going to have a bar. We're going to have a grill going. We're going to have live music. We're going to have a bunch of vendors. Selling their goods. Really cool local vendors. Nothing mass produced. Yeah, no nothing, crap. Nothing that's bought, you know, in bulk from China. And it's limited. It's limited um, tents. Yes. So we're we're only we're being very selective of who we put in there. Yeah, yeah. We're curating a, a day that is balanced with a variety of influence uh, influencers. My marketing mate, yes. <laughs> a variety of uh, vendors. So it's not just all insurance companies, you know, no, <laughs> like exactly. whatever. So yeah, or all candle makers. Um, so it's gonna be amazing. I'm super super pumped. Um, we've been talking about this for a long time. Yeah, and it's finally going to come. I love to see ideas become reality. Yeah. And next month, this one is going to, and I know it's going to be a hit because the community needs something like this. Yeah. And uh, it's going to be cool. I mean, everything else in the plaza is closed that day, so we're just going to make like a little village of 
fun. And it's for always today. amazing when you can support a small business, when you can support an artist, you know, who's yes. creating their things by hand. Maybe it's their first time selling their item. I mean, it's all I love, love, love working with the vendors um, and artisans. And, you know, we're going to have some heavy hitters too, right? Like Heavens to Betsy. Yeah, yeah. She's Stop. been around. She's an award-winning artisan. Yep. Don't give away too much of oh, what's going to be there yet okay. because I want it to be kind of a surprise. People come and be like, delete, oh, wow. Delete, delete. No, no, no. We don't have to cut it out. <laughs> leave it in. Everything is still in the works, so nothing has been confirmed. Yeah, Just so she might be there. She, might she may not. or may not. Well, but the following month, breaking news. I wish I had a drum roll button. We got to put a drum roll button on here. Breaking news. Well, my my turkey gobble at the beginning was supposed to be, you know. At, that was weird. No, remember when you used to go clubbing like in the 90s? Yeah, it was whoop, like, whoop, whoop, whoop. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah, sounded that. like a turkey. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? What I was, know exactly what you're talking like about, the, but it wasn't a turkey. The horn, the oh my blow God. horn thing. I don't know. Just no. stop. Um, That's what people used to do to alert there was cops coming. And then it no, turned into a club thing. Different. Yes, it that is. That was dude. different. All right, listen up, bird call girl. The following month. In April is Tornator's first comedy show, Throwdown. It's not just a comedy show. We're invite. I have an amazing venue with a big stage, and we're gonna have like we did our last comedy because the last comedy show was a big hit. Everybody had so much fun. We had a big buffet, we had a full bar, we had live music, we had Mike Marino and a couple and another. I went up and did another killer set, but this time I went up. Maria, you were funny. Thanks. So Maria came up at the end of my set. We 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 rehearsed a little uh, surprise yeah. where I was talking about, you know, the joy of dating a Latina girl. <laughs> mm, yeah. And then we we I, had to talk a lot about that before we went on. I'm like, no, you can't say that. It's way too racist. You can't say that. That's too offensive. <laughs> so then we did the set, and then Maria came up at the end and did a couple lines, and it was really funny. Yeah. But uh, what the new show is going to be. So I'm going to be doing these shows regularly. But the first one, instead of having the big headliner like I did last time, we're going to have a comedy throwdown where I'm not sure how many comedians. I'm going to give them a small amount of time each. It's going to be a contest. Winner gets a big prize of money, and the audience is going to laugh their butts off. I mean, I have a huge following on these events because they're so much fun. So that's going to be in April. We'll start advertising it after we get this 14-year uh, anniversary party out of the way. We've got some charcuterie classes coming up, like always. But, so stay tuned for the details on the comedy show. That's, oh my that's God. what I was trying to do. Did Gobbling you, like a turkey? Is no. that? Listen. Oh, I know what I that know is. What, that was the air horn. Air yes, horn. Yes, yes. I thought that you were talking about the whoop, whoop. See? Okay. You were gobbling like a turkey. You did not make that noise. <laughs> All right, turkey girl. Um, so let's yeah. stop being a weirdo okay. and let's get it. See what happens to her? <laughs> I literally I've woke, been up for hours. Yeah. She acts like this at like five, six in the morning. <laughs> I just I had, no. literally, so, I got up and had an espresso and a little like breakfast bar thing as I'm waking up. And she's like, try this salad. You want some of this pizza? I'm like, no. <laughs> no, but honestly, folks, real talk. I, my soup, one of my many superpowers is that I have ADHD. I love it, honestly. But there are moments when I'm just overcome with energy, and this was one of those mornings. It's called bipolar, and you're I'm great at it. I'm a bipolar psychopath. <laughs> I'm ADHD. Uh -huh. I'm never bipolar is like a whole other. Oh yeah, I no, know what it I is. I mean, people who are bipolar, 
you know, it's, you know, it's your thing. You're working with it, whatever. I, don't, I have nothing, but no, ADHD is a whole other. All right. Breaking news Jesus on Denny's Planetary Store on my way. Maria is not bipolar. Way to spread rumors. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people think she is, but Nobody she's not. Nobody thinks I'm bipolar. No, I'm so. always too <laughs> cheerful. Bipolar people, you know, you have very low, I know low, what bipolar depressed. is, believe me. Yeah, I don't have that. I never have those down moments so, ever. That's my thing. It's like I'm never, okay, fine, done. No right. more coffee for me. No more coffee for Maria or Monster Energy drinks or anything like that. Ugh, I never drink <laughs> She would never energy drink anything drinks. like that. That's disgusting. So bad for you. God, I've been drinking that. I'm like a freaking, um, what do you, like a hypocrite right now. Why? I've been drinking those freaking vodka seltzer things, the high noons. Oh. I would never. Anyone that drank those, I make fun of. Them. Like, oh, my daughter Izzy likes those. Yeah, or whatever. But the last like, not that our daughter drinks alcohol. No, but like, <laughs> I'm just saying, it's like a little girl drink. Yeah. And the last couple of weeks, I'm like, oh, you know what? That looks. Let me have one of those. Next thing you know, I had four of them. I don't like them. I don't, I don't like the fact that they the sugary Ugh, flavor is why like. Why am a, I drinking? It's that? like a fake. I'm done with sugar. it. It was a one week phase. It's over. And then the only flavor that was good was mango, and that's the one flavor you didn't get. Well, they shipped. messed up the order. Yeah. No, but I mean, it's a great thing to have on the restaurant menu. Right, but I'm done drinking it because I feel like a little girl. Yeah, well, but it is a great drink to have at the menu on the menu at the restaurant. Yeah, so yeah no, you people, guys, people buy them. Yeah, I mean, it's only like less than 5% alcohol. It has vodka. It's not just wine. You know, it's a good offering. But again, it's a good summertime drink. Yeah, it is. I just don't like the sweet, fake sugar. Well, you know what the pro tip is? You take the high noon and then you put actual more vodka in it Mm. and it's better. I'm a gin drinker. All right. So let's do a restaurant review. (sighs) My God. Why? Not even close. I don't know what you're doing over there. I know. That's what bipolar people do. (laughs) All right. So El Crocante. Let's talk about a great Puerto Rican restaurant, right? So now a long time ago, I don't know, not long, maybe a year ago, you did one of your diversitastic dining events. I did. At El Crocante in Kissimmee. Two or three years ago. Now we went and I have to say it was excellent. When we were there in Kissimmee, I mean, the porchetta was some of the best I've ever had. Mm-hmm. Super crunchy on the outside, but super soft. And I call it meat butter. You know what I mean? It melts in your mouth. I, it was really delicious. Along with everything else. Meat we had to, butter is just not a uh, good sounding term. That's when you take like a pork belly or a pernil or something like that, and it melts in your mouth. Okay, when you have a messed up brain like mine is, when you say meat butter. Okay, when you're a man and you know what I'm talking about, <laughs> you want that freaking meat butter. All right. Like fine. Wagyu, you, you hate it. I love a steak that melts in your mouth. I don't hate Wagyu. I just don't like it when it's 98% fat. Mm. I don't want to just. Makes me horny. Yeah. I love it. I can see that. No, I like it when you have to still chew your steak. And like you said, it's not just like butter and it just melts. Uh, That's kind of weird. I don't want to like slurp down my steak or like swallow my steak. (laughs) Okay. Drink down my steak. So that's so El Crocante and Kissimmee Mm -hmm. was excellent for your diversitastic. Well, they opened a huge one over on Colonial in Orlando. And this to all the Denny's Tornator Eats the World's listeners around the world, we just picked up some listeners in Denmark. Well, that's cool. It's funny to watch this show grow because everybody goes to Disney World and that's how they find this show by searching Orlando. So I'm picking up these listeners in Germany and Denmark and Canada did, and this um, and that. We just did a Fusion Fest event a couple of days ago at the German restaurant here in Sanford called Hollerbach. Excellent place. Cool. It's fun. Prost. 
Cheers. Prost. That means Pro- no, it's prost. prost. I, I use that prost. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Never mind. So prost means cheers. But welcome, Denmark. Yes, welcome, Denny Tornatori, the world listeners around the world. Denny does Denmark. Damn. <laughs> That's he hilarious. Does. Oh my God. That's, we're using that. Like Debbie does Dallas yes. and all that. We're going to say Denny oh does. My, I'm not genius. Every I'm new country genius. that we do, Denny's going to do them. Yes. So I'm going to do someone. Hilarious. From, uh, right. I just want to make sure. And that not a good I notch in my credit. belt. I, I just did Denmark. I just want to make sure I get credit for that. I'll do you too. So. Silence. Boop, 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 boop. Oh my God. She's taking her clothes off, guys. <laughs> she took her shirt off and said, boop, 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 boop. Can you imagine if every time we start making out, I have like an air horn? No, I don't do it because you're going <laughs> to piss me off. So El Crocante, um, the new one, is 20 times as large as the old one. 1550. Oh, no, that's the old one in Kissimmee. It is massive. Mm-hmm. Um, They have a big bar. We went in. They were slammed. 4311 East Colonial Drive in Orlando, Florida. So... Totally different vibe than the other place. Did you say what crocante means? No, you're going to. Oh. (laughs) So crocante alludes to the crunchiness of their skin, the pork skin. Mm -hmm. Um, Like Denny said, the porchetta is what they're known for. And for those that don't know, a porchetta is meat, stuffed in meat, wrapped in meat, and then rolled around in some more meat. I, I don't know. It's just this huge meat creation. Um, And that's a porchetta. So what did we get? Okay, so the main chef of El Crocante is Chef Yamuel Bijol. Bijol? Bijol. And he's amazing. He's from Puerto Rico. And again, um, you mentioned the porchetta is amazing. We obviously had to get the porchetta this time around. Yes, well, we started with some cocktails that were, yours was really good. I just had a vodka soda. I was on my motorcycle, so I didn't want to, like, uh, be drinking and driving. I got something called Pal Paraíso. Um, which is tequila, triple triple sec, something called pama, which like is a the pomegranate, pomegranate like uh, passion fruit, and prosecco. It was really good. It was good. I, I was concerned it would be too sweet, but it wasn't. No, it was really good. Um, and we got a couple apps. I was not a big fan of the apps. Maria loved them. Wait, I also got a guava mojito. You and got that was drunk good. is what you got. Really? Yep. I don't think so. I was still standing up. <laughs> So no, talk about those apps though, because yes. the one stick like um, one, I was like, Ugh. steak like one, the, no, stick. Pan- oh. the long, the <laughs> long, stick. the one that tasted You're like such a dork. Um, so the one he's talking about, um, is called an alcapurria and it's so good. So, so good. Um, it's Not basic. It, it is a very distinct flavor. Um, but basically it's made out of plantains, like green plantains, and it's kind of like a dumpling and it comes in different shapes. This one was longer. It's like a long cylinder. Mm-hmm. It, it wasn't that great. It's kind me. of like a, it's some, it's mostly made with green plantains, but it can have other root, uh, vegetables like juca. I don't or, like the consistency of it and the taste. Mm, it's so good. And then it has like, um, ground beef in it. It's a very, very Puerto Rican app, like street food. Amazing. I love, loved it. I thought it was one of the best alcapurrias I've had in Orlando. We also had the little empanada things. Yes. Those were good. They're like, uh, mini pastelillos de lechon, roasted pork turnovers. And I like them. They were baked. Uh, Colombians make their empanadas like fried. These are basically baby empanadas, um, but they're baked. It was good. It was good. Yeah. And then for entrees, they were really good. Would you have the mofongo? 
I had me some mofongo, which I love. Talk about um, mofongo. So mofongo is basically stuffed mashed plantains, which is kind of complicated to wrap your brain around if you've never seen it. But they take this container, uh, like a concave bowl, and they put in green, um, mildly cooked plantains, like boiled, I think. I don't know how to cook it. But then they smash it with a stick. It's very rustic and they create like mashed potatoes, but it's made out of plantain. So it's starchier and it holds its shape better than mashed potatoes. And then you what, get like different flavor. You can get steak or yeah, chicken so you, or whatever. You make a ball. It's kind of like almost a ball um, shape. It's not completely a ball, but it's bowl-like. And I think then it's, I don't even know how they cook it, honestly, but um, I think it's deep fried. Probably not because I don't know how to cook. Um, and then you can get like other, you can choose your toppings. Mostly it comes with little chunks of fried pork. That's the like steak, the traditional. You had steak and shrimp on I yours. had steak and shrimp and I thought it was really good. The steak I was like a little. like a blog sauce. And yeah. The steak was good. The, the steak shrimp. was a little salty, but it was cooked well. Like it was very tender, but it had, it's like a garlic oil, butter, cilantro sauce that they had. And it was pretty good. Pretty I had the porchetta. It came with uh, Puerto Rican rice and cornbread. And now it was really good for one. Mm -hmm. But the porchetta at the other place was so much better. And the old place. Over here, it's it's called La Can Can Rotisserie, which is, uh, they described it weird. I See, I don't think that's what you had. No, I had the porchetta. I know, but they don't, what was it called on the on the menu? Um, I'll pull up the menu and tell you, but... The porchetta at the other place had a big, thick piece of the crunchy on the outside, which I really love. This one had a really thin piece, and I feel like it was sitting around for a little while or cooked oh, earlier. Oh, here it is. Here it is. That was not what you had. You had the, it just called porchetta. Hello, I said porchetta. I had the porchetta. I know, but he <laughs> called it some because he was like, it's in the specialty section, but it's not. It's just in the pork. And yeah, chicken. I told him I wanted the porchetta mm -hmm. dinner. It was, mm -hmm. it's, it's. You know, it's like pork belly wrapped with a pork loin. And, uh, That's really weird. I think they overcharged us. Because yours was $17. No, mine was 30-something. That's what I'm saying. He charged it for the wrong dish. I got it with the, yes, maybe I got the right one. I had the like, sides and stuff with it. Mm, all right. So it was expensive, too. I was no, kind of surprised. No, I'm sorry. Oh but this God. one comes with two sides, and it's $17. I think he charged you. Anyway, we'll go look at that. Okay, we'll figure it out. <laughs> but yours was dry. It, and I hate to say that because they're new and... um. And that's what they're known for. But it was like it, the flavor was there, but it was dry. There was pieces of it that I didn't even eat because you would have to drink water as you ate it. The first layer just below the outer skin was was not dry. It was good. But the when you see the picture of it, the right side of the plate was super dry. Was the skin crunchy? Not like the other place. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not like the Ocrocante and Kissimmee. Yeah. It was like candied in Kissimmee, you know? I agree. This was like, you know, it was. It just was such a thinner layer. So I was a little disappointed. I'll try it again um, when I'm in the, when I have the urge for that type of food again. So I'm not going to say, you know, it's awful because it's not. I will absolutely be going back because the um, mofongo was the best I've had in Orlando. And the alcapurria was the best I've had in Orlando. And the drinks were good. Not yeah. amazing, but good. So I absolutely 100% will be going back. So go check it out, guys. Tell them Denny Tornator eats the world sent you. So let's talk about something else cool. We, for Maria's job at Fusion Fest, we did an influencer dinner at the restaurant. The, what was you call it? The elite what? 
Elite Fusion Wine and Dine. She invited 10 of the top influencers, social media-wise. It was 12 top influencers, um, and then a couple like myself and a couple of Fusion Fest folks, um, like the executive director and the manager of production. Anyway, it was a great group of people. Um, we even had someone from Edible Orlando Magazine come in. We had a foodie influencer with 90,000 followers. I mean, it was hardcore elite influencers. Yes, it went really, really mm -hmm. well. We um, So the restaurant put together a nine-course dinner. I made fresh mozzarella in the dining room for them with my homemade roasted peppers. We did. And that was everybody loved. It's always such a crowd. That's so that was probably uh, the one that was probably the most popular course. It really was. And I was talking to the influencers as they took photos. <laughs> it was funny. As soon as the first when they first sat, we're all talking, chatting, happy. And then as soon as you put the first dish down, it was silence. People brought out their professional cameras, their professional lights. It was crazy. But everybody said that that was one of their favorite dishes because of the simplicity. Well, it's super clean in the show part of it as well, but it's a really delicious dish. It's I mean, so flavorful and the textures are beautiful. It's so simple, but it's beautiful. I usually do that at our level two charcuterie class for the class. So I've done it a million times. So it, like, it wasn't a big deal for me to do it. But uh, yeah, they really loved it. What, it's what I, one of my favorite dishes you ever have made. Well, because I put a little truffle oil on it. It's just really a good dish. But even if is, you don't put the sorry, it's just such a great dish. Even if you don't put the truffle oil though, the way you roast the peppers. Yeah, that's like, my dad's. The way. peppers are so the flavor is so concentrated because of the way you roast them and you Agreed. skin them and the textures like soft and sexual it's like it's like you know no, what I it's mean? a great dish it's, it's actually beautiful. we're changing our menu at 24 and putting it on it next and week. the colors it's just like bright vibrant red and the white mozzarella everybody was just floored away with that first dish um the fig salad that ben made was really good jason did really his squash good. blossoms that are always a showstopper mm -hmm. jason's fried squash blossoms are one of my favorite things to eat in the world yeah. One of the, the foodies um, was near tears because he said, you know, I haven't had figs like this since my childhood in Colombia where they had a fig tree. I mean, when you can connect a dish to a person's emotions and their history, their childhood, anything like that, that's a winning dish. Yes. I highly recommend um, other restaurants uh, doing these types of dinners because what I got out of it was a ton of publicity, you know. I give these these influencers the videos that I saw that they posted the following day were super creative and it was cool. I could share my my page, you know. Yeah, and, uh, and was, they all had a great reach. They each influencer has their own audience. Yeah, they're all different. That's what was cool. Yeah, um, but your dishes were ridiculous. I was nervous. I kept saying, "What's on the menu? What's on the menu? What's on the?" Menu? I was like, "I got this. Relax." <laughs> but it was my first, you know, um, elite wine and dine, so I yes. wanted to make sure it was as amazing as it could. And possibly we paired be. it with wines, and it was awesome. It was a great night. They all friggin' loved it. That's what I do: is blow people away with food. Yeah. Yeah, and all of them um, not only were impressed, but some of them had never been to Torna Tours. And now tonight we have a couple of them coming in for dinner. Um, and we've had some yesterday that were oh, we part saw of the, the reels. audience. Yeah. yeah, that saw the reels. Um, but your dishes were amazing. You made the carbonara. Yeah, with the Jason pork made belly. like mini, mini twisted balls of carbonara 
with the little piece of pork belly on top. Or like it was a it was a miniature version of the dish we do at the restaurant. It was so awesome. It was delicious. And yep. then we also did the chicken riggies because that was my request. Yep, that's something that is unique to Tornatores. Um, yeah. We did a cannoli sampler. If you have different- not had chicken riggies, I had never had it in my life. That's um, unique it, to where I'm from. It's like uh, rigatoni's. That's where you get the riggies. But it, and I, I, you know what? I had that for dinner yesterday. You did. It's one of my favorite dishes at the restaurant. So it's, basically, it's so rigatoni with chicken with hot peppers and sweet peppers. We put mushrooms and red onion in ours as well, and it's a spicy marinara with a little bit of cream. Oh, it's so good. And I, I got mine not with chicken but with shrimp. So freaking good. And I've added with sausage. Yeah. So Sausage is really good. good, too. It's one of my favorite dishes. You guys have to go and have it. What's up, Denny Tornator Eats the World listeners from all around the world? Next time you come to Orlando, you're going to have to stop and see what this show is all about. Tornator's Restaurant Italian Market at 3818 Edgewater Drive, Orlando. We have one of the top chefs in Orlando. We are made from scratch food. Some of the best around. Give us a call, 407-292-2248 to make your reservations. And if you're interested in advertising on this show, give Denny a call at 407-937-8583. We'll get you on here. So last night, I did something awesome. Me and my little- Are we going to talk about that publicly? I thought it was like our private no, that's intimate what I do time. every night. I'm going to talk about what we do. Uh, that was pretty good. I'm the best. I know. <laughs> I, 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 listen, I have been blessed in certain towns. I was talking about my yeah. joke. My joke was pretty good. You weren't yes. expecting that. that was it was sick. good. Yes. All right. But what was great. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so last night I. Oh, and chicken wings. What about chicken wings? You made chicken wings at the Elite Wine okay, and yes. Dine. Yes, I made chicken wings. It was a great event. Yes. I want to talk about Okay. You did an amazing job. So thank, thank you. Thank you. you. you I guys, appreciate it. You and the chefs blew it out of the water. You we, just gloss over it. It's, it was okay, such a yes. great We did nine event. courses. I'm going to talk about every single one. Okay. Can I so, just highly recommend everyone who hasn't gone to Tornatours to go? You will be blown away like these elite foodies were. Well, that's what we do, babe. So last night, I got to be dad. I took a Friday night off, which does not happen. Ever. And it was uh, my little daughter, Leah, is eight years old. She goes to Orangewood Christian Academy. And I got to go to the daddy-daughter night under the stars dance, put on a suit. She got all dressed up. She was so cute. I post pictures. And we go, and I don't know what to expect. It's my first time. She's new to this school. This is a really high-end school. I pay a freaking fortune for her to go there. So her and I, we get there, get in this big line, register. You get in, and it's like so much fun. We danced. We took photos in the photo booth. We did karaoke. We ate. It was really cool to dance with my kid and, she, you know, have a good time. And, you know, at first she was concerned she was, I was going to embarrass her, you know. And I told her, I will embarrass you if you keep this up. Please, Dad, don't embarrass me in front of my friends. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> so I didn't embarrass her. We had fun. We danced. We played games. We, we, it was really, when it ended, we, she didn't want to leave. We were having so much fun. So, did you guys stay till it ended? Yeah, we stayed till yeah. they told us to leave. It was three hours from six to nine. I got to talk. To, it was funny because it was it was just dads and daughters, and there was like a horse carriage ride we had to take, and there was all this and that. They did it right. It was a lot of fun. I really loved the school. Um, I highly recommend putting your children in Orangewood. 
They do a really great job uh, education-wise. And Leah's got a million clubs. They have so much extracurricular things they do. I mean, so many clubs and stuff. And we got some great photos. Yeah, I'll put a couple photos up on this episode. Uh, it was just a great night to spend with my daughter, just me and her, you know? Mm-hmm. Coming from a dysfunctional childhood, <laughs> like in the neighborhood I came from in Chicago, that never would have gone in Chicago. Because we all were like single mom, you know, homes yeah, with you no were dads. Like- I was like, that's so sad. I never would have been able to go. But all of the little girls, I mean, I'm sure they had uncles and brothers. Yeah, and yeah, whatever. it wasn't, it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was whoever is the guy, person in your life. Yeah, so it was a great idea. It was just kind of like, oh, what, you know, it was. It made it really know. nice because the kids were, I mean, it was super dress up, you know what I mean? It was a special thing. It was really cool. And she got her hair done at the salon. Oh, she looks so cute. Yeah, she had a blast. Full face of makeup. <laughs> like, what the hell? <laughs> so that's, speaking of the kids. Let's talk about a place that we love to take the kids here in Apopka. I mean, they're obsessed with it. And it's a dessert place. And we just went again, and we'll talk about that trip. It's called Vampire Penguin. Now, what do they call it? Snow? Like mm-hmm. shaved, shaved ice? Mm-hmm. Now, when I say, sh- when I first time I had this, I was expecting, like, you never have the Snoopy thing when you're a kid where you put the ice through it and it grinds it up. It's a little house. Everybody that's listening knows what I'm talking about, mm-hmm. except for you, Maria. No, I don't. Well, I just told you how poor we were. We didn't. It was, have you didn't have to be fancy, rich to have. You didn't, no, 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 no. Snoopy. This was a toy that all <laughs> kids had. Okay, it's a little house with a Snoopy mm-hmm. on top, and you put pieces of ice in there, and you push down on it, and it makes this loud noise. And little bits of chunks of ice come out. I mean, is it like an icy thing where you pour the syrups? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it was a little Snoopy. It's a little house. Everyone knows what I'm talking about. You push Snoopy down the chimney and it friggin' (laughs) and it makes the ice. All right. So I was expecting that, like busted up ice. But no, this is the consistency of snow from the sky. Okay. (laughs) Right? It's light, Mm -hmm. fluffy. It's snow. It is. So there's all these different flavors. Vampire Penguin's right here in Apopka. Look it up. Go check it out. Now, Lee, I'll post the pictures of it because they're really impressive the way they look. Mm-hmm. The first time we went, though, I think it was better. I don't know. I think yours was better. Mine was better the, the first flavor, time. The flavor, like yours was better. Like your ingredients were fresher or something. Mm-hmm. But mine and the girls were the same because you get the hollow hollow. I do, which is a, you know, a traditional Filipino dessert. And it has a bunch of delicious, uh, I guess they would be exotic fruits here. What is the flavor of that snow? It's um, taro? Taro. So it's like hers is like a pile of taro snow. But then it's got like flan and beans and all this other. Jackfruit. and Yeah. And it's not beans like savory beans. They're sweet, sweet little red beans. Yep. So that's see that last time we went, maybe that stuff, that stuff was not as fresh as the first time we went. Mm-hmm. But like I'm looking at the one Leah had, and it's like strawberry, pineapple with like the boba on top. Mm-hmm. It was really good. You had the chocolate. I'm a fatso, so I had Izzy had like a pina colada one. With like pineapple and coconut snow with like shaved coconut and pieces of pineapple. It was really good. And she's like, uh, I don't like shaved coconut. Too bad. It was like all over. It was like right. She ended up coconut. giving it to Leah the coconut <laughs> and then taking her bobas and they yes. were fighting about how many bobas per pieces of coconut. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. And Leah didn't finish hers. Well, it's it was as big, big as her head. Yeah, it's a big serving. They're, they're not. These is not small servings. They're I not got, cheap either. I got a Twix one. 
That's what you got. It was yeah. so good. Chocolate snow. With they're like, like eight or nine dollars. But they're $10. big. I mean, I don't yeah. think I think it's worth it for sure. Yeah. What do you think it should be cost? I mean, this is this has got fresh like. I don't know. For children, maybe like six dollars. Okay, don't be so cheap. <laughs> it's it's water. It's not water, <laughs> or it would be free. Um, this is. I really enjoy it. I, it's a cool dessert. No, we can go. We can definitely go. Yeah, back. you act like we don't go off. Like, we like it. No, the kids but there's, love. This, there's this other place. And if anyone's listening and knows what I'm talking about, please write us. There was a Mexican, like, food truck, but they only did desserts in a popka somewhere near um, pa Panera. And it was phenomenal like if you like vampire penguin this one's gonna blow you away he used to do these huge cups like with beautiful it was like snow it's like the crushed ice thing but they had like crazy flavors like unicorn and it was you know cotton candy on top of it and just you know stuff that the kids were gonna get major cavities eating so they would love it um and i really want to find this food truck so for the last two years, Maria's been talking about this tonight, <laughs> and I think that it existed years ago. It doesn't exist anymore because we've literally taken days where we drove around looking for it, and she's like, no, left here, right here, and I'm <sighs> like, Maria, it doesn't exist, okay? We're going to find it's it. It's near a gas station and a popcorn, <laughs> as she kept saying. I was like, well, there's 47 it's, gas stations. It's near Panera Bread in a gas station. Wrong again, because we went... Near a Panera Bread in a gas station. There has to be another Panera Bread in a pop no. So if you are I listening. Hate, by the way, I hate Panera Bread. I hate Panera Bread. Yuck. Who let's eats that not, crap? No, let's not even If you eat Panera that. Bread and you're listening to this podcast, don't listen anymore. <laughs> I'm making you, you lost your right. Uh, it is disgusting. It might have been good a long Oh, yeah, 20 years ago, it was ago. all right with their soup and little sandwiches. You know, But I, now it's overpriced and disgusting. It's mass-produced, and people be, buy that stuff? I used to be obsessed with their cherry danishes, and then they stopped making them. And I was like, what? That was like the only good thing on their menu. I don't eat nothing on their menu because it's all gross. <laughs> I don't go there anymore. So if you know what food truck I'm talking about... <laughs> Yeah, the food city. truck and a popcorn that might exist. It was two girls. I'm sure. I think it, they were from Mexico. And the desserts had crazy names. Like I said, unicorn stands out in my head. But they were phenomenal. If you know what she's talking about, write me and tell me so I can be the hero to take her there. Aww. Because she's been looking for this place for years. And I don't think it is. I think, personally, I think her bipolar kicked in. And oh. she was... Dreaming my this, God! I think she are honestly going to believe I'm right, bipolar. Just for the record, Maria is not bipolar. I'm not She's just bipolar. Latina, and she gets a little nutty. Yeah, I'm going to show you nutty after this podcast. See that, guys? <laughs> <laughs> boop, 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 boop. Oh my God! Please stop. That was actually closer than the gobbling. It you did, was. Right. See if I practice. So enough. my point is this: Maria might have dreamt this. No, what? a unicorn slushy place. No. <laughs> it you know, sounds like a freaking dream you had. Unfortunately, what I'm thinking is maybe they didn't survive COVID. Possibly. A lot of people did not yeah, survive that's the COVID. What, that's what I'm thinking. But I don't want to give up on them. So I want to keep driving the streets of a pop. They could have just <laughs> they, they could have moved. They could have just moved their freaking truck. That's why trucks are on wheels, babe. This is a good point. So if anybody out there knows what I'm talking about, let me know. Yeah. Right into the show. Looking for the penguin slushy. It's she the dreamt Mexican about one penguin night. slushy that she unicorn. she dreamt about one time. <laughs> no, it's the vampire unicorn instead oh, of vampire God. penguin. <laughs> so let's wrap this episode up before uh, Maria gets any more weird. And and I'm not even drinking coffee. I'm just drinking tea because coffee has too much caffeine. And then this morning, you know what she tried to tell me at 8 in the morning? What? 
you know, I'm not going to drink alcohol anymore. Yes. And I was like, bull crap. So you're she, a bad influence. No, first of all. no, you're a bad influence. I went five years without drinking any alcohol. Okay. But she literally, I said, just don't drink during the day. Like if you have to work and stuff, drink. It's a nice thing after work. Because what happens is she comes to the restaurant and then she starts drinking immediately and works while she drinks. And yeah. Then she's happy while she's doing it, but then she's drunk by the end of the shift. Yeah. And I don't work during my, I mean, I don't, um, <laughs> I don't work during my work. I don't, I, work don't <laughs> I don't drink ever, except if I'm at the restaurant working. Yeah. So don't drink when you work. Drink near the end of the shift. Yeah. Let's have a shift drink. It's called. Yeah. After you finish the shift, not I, while you're working. I think, and I don't get drunk. I mean, it makes you happy and you're very I don't get drunk. hospitable. I, have, I never have more than two glasses of wine, but over five or six hours. Uh, no, it's just that I have a very low tolerance to alcohol. Um, but my point is um, physically I feel a lot better and I look better. I feel like my face looks bloated when I drink alcohol. Well, that's what happens if you drink all the time. I don't drink all the time no, only with if, you. That's why I'm like, I'm perfectly capable of not drinking alcohol ever. Um, and okay. like, you know, doing she like- She says that at eight in the morning. By noon, she's gonna be like, hey, you know what? I'm gonna have one. No, I'm not. You're the one. You're such a bad influence. Oh, yeah. Cause you drink wine with every dinner. Okay, but I, I can, can handle it. It's like drinking water. Okay. I can handle it too. And but you're like, the one you know, you're like, a bad influence. Like the other day at El Crocante, when I said, Hey, I'm on the bike. I don't think I'm going to drink. Just have one vodka. No. Cause we were in my car going to pick my bike up, which I just got off of and I had yes. to drive it home. Yes. So then she's like, you know, you can have another, have another next thing, you know, I'm a little buzzed and I'm like, damn, I got to ride this bike home. And yeah, I, but it's not like I wouldn't have got on it if I was yeah, drunk. I was, that's my point. But we, we didn't have to as I was home. driving home on it, I was like, I could, cause I started realizing, oh shit, I'm going really damn fast right now. I'm pretty relaxed because you, that's what happens when you drink and drive. Don't do it. <laughs> no, don't ever do it. It's bad. All right. Let's wrap this episode up with some sort of review of, uh, talk about what you just made because, all right. So when I cook all the food at home. Okay. I make amazing food here. If it's a grill, if it's Italian, if it's whatever the hell it is, I pride myself on cooking. To, I mean, tomorrow Sunday. I'm you gonna do, do it you again. don't let me cook. There's a reason. Well, there's this one amazing recipe that I love and it's so healthy. It's um, kale pesto. Well, we're not going to do the recipe of that today. Oh, so good. <laughs> I, I want to taste it before you start telling you don't my let listeners. Me make it. No, make it, make it tomorrow. Like, it sounds gross. I don't want to eat it. Make it tomorrow. You promise? Yeah, make it tomorrow. Don't it's make a. There, there's delicious. two reasons Maria doesn't cook here. Mm. One is I cook better. And two, she makes such a mess. You have no idea. <laughs> I don't understand if it's your culture or what oh, it is. Oh, don't be racist. No, I'm not being racist. It's not I like clean culture. when I cook a giant a gourmet be, dinner. How could a culture be messy? Are you people when you people cook? You people <laughs> when you people cook, <laughs> you all make a mess. You know, when I cook, you see. It's like it's like nobody was in the kitchen. My kitchen is spotless as I'm cooking, and when I'm done, it's still spotless. Maria has shit splashed on the wall. Yeah. And it's left there. Yeah. She's got pots that are just sitting on the stove, crusted and cooked. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Stuff on the floor, uh -huh. crumbs yeah, everywhere. No, it's true. I am a messy cooker, and then I like to eat, relax, and then yeah, I and go then, clean. No, you won't. I'll go clean, but you're freaking out as I'm doing it, which is fine. I was brought up in kitchens. You cook and clean. That's different. I was never. Because then after you eat, then you can relax. I've never worked in a kitchen. If you do it my way, after you eat, you can relax. 
So if you do it her way, you'll relax yeah. after you eat. Then you got to go freaking clean the kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. And can I just say. And how many times are you going to just go to bed and pass out? And then the next morning you're like, mm -hmm. oh, my God, look at the kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's fine. It's part of my strategy, ladies and gentlemen. If you don't like to cook or clean, just do a really bad job at it and only date guys who like to cook cook and clean that's wow. my strategy in life how's that worked out for you well you're here yeah i mean Cooking it's worked out and once cleaning it's worked out once for you well so. i mean i've only dated guys who cook really that's like i don't care how tall they are how much they weigh <laughs> like can you cook excuse me sir can you <sighs> i have priorities i see that <laughs> wow, she only wants me for my cooking, people. I mean, you literally just told everyone how you're much so much better at cooking and cleaning. I am. I agree. I prefer. I enjoy. I, I enjoy it. Do it, baby. You I'm do gonna. it so much better than that. You keep but, go on. All right. The reason we're even talking about this <laughs> is because I wanted to talk about the one thing that I do let you make and let you do the review on it. Mm -hmm. So I always make the whatever dinner. Mm -hmm. And then I'll put together a salad and I'll say, Maria, make the salad dressing. Yes. So I'll talk about one of your salad dressing recipes for the people out there and they can make it at home. Yeah. So it's basically, I like sour. Um, so I'll either use a balsamic vinegar or lemons or limes or orange, fresh, fresh oranges, fresh limes, fresh lemons, and sometimes combine them with the balsamic vinegar. We also use uh, red wine vinegar. So I like sour. Um, I have to have a sour component. And I also like mine to be vinaigrettes. I don't like cream, creamy dressings. Like I hate ranch. Blue cheese is fine, but for like wings. Anyway, I also do um, add a lot of olive oil, like really high end, flavorful, robust, not the extra virgin. I feel that that's better for cooking because it has a higher burn uh, smoke. Yeah, the extra virgin does it's for like stir fry it says it on the bottles it's okay. like for stir fry and then the robust is for salads and sauteing um so anyway so i like the really robust dark green um olive oils and um i just mix them all up and then the magic happens when you get um berries or i i prefer blackberries we've used blueberries we've raspberries. used raspberries Strawberries. The blackberries are the best, though, I think. Blackberries are the best. And I take a fork and I smash them down till they're like a pulp. And then I just mix it all up with the olive oil and whatever vinegar. And then I add a little bit of salt, a little bit of pepper. Super simple. But it's so delicious. And it's healthy. Rather than it getting is. some bottle of shit dressing and pouring yes. it all over your healthy salad, just a little oil, vinegar, mm -hmm. lemon, berries, you know, yeah. this is a game changer for your salad. The folks. berries make such a huge difference. But don't just slice them or no, you throw have them. To pulverize mush them. them. Mush them with a fork and keep all the juices and the seeds. Keep it all. Um Another thing I liked when we do, we do a lot of charcuterie. Obviously, we've talked about our passion and our love for charcuterie. charcuterie. And then um, we start with charcuterie. We have dinner. But because we start with charcuterie, uh, we end our charcuterie before we eat our dinner. So sometimes we will have like little bits of cheeses and meats and um, caper berries and, you know, whatever accoutrement we have. And I'll cut them up really, really, really fine. And I'll just sprinkle it on top of the salad at the end. Just for yep. the additional salt or flavor, you know, the cheesy stuff. So just get creative with your salads. But I do like olive oil. And I know a lot of people are like, oh, it's, you know, oils are fattening. Again, oils are good for you if they're the right oils. Olive oils are really good for you. Just like don't look at the number on the scale. Don't, you know, follow the trend that, you know, 
oils are bad. Olive oils are great. Look at all the Italians and how amazing their skin is and hair. <laughs> I'm a very oily person, actually. It's really weird. I, and, you know, it's better. To, well, I don't know. Like, I have, I have like, like, the opposite skin of most people. Yeah. Like, have I have oil skin. that comes out of my okay, face and arms. Okay, don't exaggerate. No, seriously. I can rub my face right now and my uh, fingers are oily. Okay. Let, I'm an oily person. Like, I naturally could, like. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. But my point is, like, olive oil is really good for I mean, you. I guess that's why they call us grease balls. Okay. Greasy Italians. That or olive that. skin. Wops. Olive skin because you have a little Greasy bit of green. Wops. Oh my God. Are you done? Greasy guineas, they called me. Okay. <laughs> and That's we used it. to put That's grease it. in our hair like the greasers. Um, what did we call you guys in Chicago? What? Because you're, I think you're it was guineas. Terms. Just guineas. That's really good. You know why you know where the term WAP came from? Uh war? why they called them WAPs? No, tell me. So I didn't understand why people were calling me a WAP. And I asked my grandfather, and what that term, WAP, which is racist, way more racist than the term Redskins. Um, mm, I think that's debatable. No. If you're Native American, they're probably going to think Redskin Listen, is it was more an, offensive. Don't, you know where I'm going to go. I have I a Redskins tattoo right I here. I know. That's very okay? offensive. It's not because it was an honor for the Indians. Oh, my God. For the Native Americans. Okay. Go it back was an to honor. being a WAP. Wops. So the word WAP, the racist term slang for of, for Italian, is when all the Italians were coming into Ellis Island, if they didn't have, if they were coming in illegally, basically, and they didn't have their papers, they would get stamped on their head, W O P, without papers. Oh. They would stamp it on their head. But only Italians. You're saying that other nationalities that came in through Ellis. The majority Island? of them were Italians. Um. Oh, yeah, there's there was some you Irish. Had, I, you had a it, lot of Irish. You had a lot of Swedish. They ended up in Minnesota. But I'm okay. saying, like, did all the nations, all the cultures have? There are, there's only one WAP, right? Don't take that from me. That's what I'm We're saying. We're the WAPs. It's kind of weird that you guys got stuck with that. Yeah, it's racist, right? They huh. picked us because they were jealous of our hair and olive skin. All right. Well, do you know great why love the making ability? You know why the paddy wagons called the paddy wagon? Because why? Because they used to uh, race, be racist and arrest most of the Irish. Good. A lot of the, shut up. Oh, my <laughs> God. Um, arrest Irish people because there's such racism against the Irish people in, you know, uh, turn of the century, 1900s. Anyway, so they used to throw them in the wagons um, and they became the paddy wagons. That's cute. It's horrible. That is No, the American history has a lot of shameful history. Agreed. Um, yeah. I mean, we could go on and on. I know. Let's not. Let's not. <laughs> All right. Let's go to work because I've got, today, we've got two <sighs> caterings to so do. So much to do. You've got to work. You got, you have an event tonight. I have two caterings and I'm at a run the restaurant and I'm, tra I'm training three new people. Um, so I have my own work event and I'm going to your catering to help manage it. Yes. Oh, but the good thing is it's like fate. I'm going to end this show and start the show the same way. Talking about how... Somebody pissing me off turns into something oh, great. Yeah. So I'm all upset about, you know, getting screwed over for my comedy, my comedy show, getting no credit. And I go to meet this lady, Anne, who I'm who I'm catering and throwing a party for her mother, birthday party tonight, like 80 people or whatever. And I go to check out the venue. It's literally three minutes from my restaurant. I walk in and there's this beautiful stage, all the seating. It seats hundreds of people, a massive kitchen. And I said, wait, y'all rent this place out to like me? And the lady who is in charge of it, she said, well, 
where what's your restaurant? I said, Tornator. She goes, oh my God. She's like, that is the boss's favorite place. Absolutely we rent it out. It's a quarter of the price of the place I've been using. It has a stage for my comedy shows. We still have to confirm. You said they don't mind, but there's a lot of uh, swearing. Oh, I, I made it clear okay. that what I do in the comedy shows, especially is very vulgar. But I cannot wait to start using this venue. And not only just the comedy show, the dinners I can put on there. Mm-hmm. It's I different agree. because they have a massive industrial commercial I love kitchen. Mm-hmm. So typically when I cater at a place, I cook it at the restaurant. I go warm it up there. It's great. Everyone loves it. But a place like this, I could plate super high-end dinners. Like when we were doing the Dolce Farniente dinners at the Edible House, like it was great. Everybody loved it. But I can only cook so much because them, them stoves over there are not industrial. I mean, yeah. they were everyone loved it. And the seating was very limited. And the bar stools are so uncomfortable. They're so uncomfortable. So with this place, oh, my God. I Wait till you see the dinners I'm going to put on over yeah, here. Yeah, I'm excited. Me too. Hey, but you know what they say and what I keep telling you, smooth seas never made skilled sailors. So oh, you yeah. needed all of these. That's what I love about Mar- Maria. Hits me with these motivational. And it's literally been going on for years now. I get these great little motivational advices from you, babe. Mm-hmm. Keep them I coming. try. We try. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, folks. But stay tuned. Let's go make love. Denny has so. It's gonna much be a long. Let's go on the horizon. Yep. Coming within the next 30 days. So Within the next few months. I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah. All the stuff. I love doing events. Yeah, for sure. But even within the next 30 days, you're celebrating your 14th anniversary with all the vendors. That's going to be fun. Up. We've got level one class next week. Oh, do you have the, you have the We have a private the- class Monday. We have, we have, so if you want to hire Denny and Maria to do a private charcuterie class for your company, like a camaraderie thing, reach mm. out to me. Team building. It, man, there's so much fun when it's a group of people co-workers isn't it yeah because they cut loose and it's all because typically our charcuterie classes are couples mm-hmm. and they're always so much fun but when i get 30 co-workers in one room drinking holy moly even if there's no drinking like we can go to the office and have a team building event we have team building exercises it's and activities. way more fun when they drink see how maria's doing her i'm not drinking thing i'm doing a plug for future customers for you so people don't corporations and people they don't have to think that we only get their people drunk get them drunk it's, that's, i'm way more funny that's a great option however we're able to do an amazing show without the alcohol. Yeah, we don't. We can do a dry show if you want. <laughs> but um, we have had before where um, teams, um, well, our employees get into teams and compete. You know who makes the best charcuterie board? All kinds blah, of blah, stuff. Blah. It's fun. Yeah. So you guys, if you're listening and you need a corporate event, team building event, call Danny. If you want to make it DEI, diversity, inclusion, um, equity. <laughs> what are you talking about? So DEI and you. You call Fusion Fest and Tornatores, and we will make an event together um, for you. Yeah, so we're doing one month in a couple days. We're doing a private one, and this one is for a realtor. And it's cool because we'll put the realtor's name on all the charcuterie boards, and we'll make it customized to them. Diversity, equity, and inclusion. I don't even know what you're talking about. Okay, well, we'll talk about that off air, but a lot of companies have to train and have um unity building you know uh team building activities around those topics Uh and so charcuterie is perfect so if you need any training folks call denny let's 
do it, guys. It's a lot of fun. In the meantime, stay healthy, be happy, keep eating. We'll see you next time. If you liked what you heard today, please like, comment, and subscribe for more. And go follow our Facebook page where you can see all the photos from our episodes.